I think I just wanted to challenge myself and I wanted to get better at my sport that I love and I knew I needed to go out of Mexico if I wanted to do that. Like I wanted to go to the place where everything started, because cheers started here. For anyone listening, because I'm pretty sure there's going to be some people okay. in Spanish. Okay. Which I actually, fun fact, I've never spoken in Spanish in the podcast. Are you like fluid speaker? I'm, yeah, no, I'm, let me see. If I can try, uh, I'm fluent. I'm very, I'm very, I'm fluent. Well, I like to say I'm fluent. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> my, my family says I'm fluent, but I don't think I'm not. Okay, we're going to, we're going to. We're going to try. Yeah. We're going to try. Guys, welcome back to the podcast, Spill the Cheer, episode 50. That is a huge, that's a huge milestone right there. 50 episodes. Wait, 59? 49. Wow, I don't even know, to be honest. 59, 49? One or the other. I think I'm going to have to check later. That's embarrassing. Anyways, welcome back to the podcast. Um, Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope, hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you guys have an amazing weekend. And if you didn't, and guess what? You're part of the podcast now. You're listening. Now you're having a great time. And I'm just going to jump on board now with my guest, which I'm very excited to have her on the podcast because it's one. It's I think it's the first Latina on the podcast, which I'm <laughs> soaked about. <laughs> Jocelyn, bienvenidos and welcome <laughs> to the podcast. I'm happy to be part of this. Hey, um, I've seen you. I've seen you blow up around Instagram. And and I kind of and that's where I've noticed you really, uh, you know, at your time at TVCC, and that's what really got caught my attention. And I was like, man, I need to have her on the podcast. Yeah, I I came last year, and I wasn't expecting to grow like in, on Instagram and on my social media, but it just happened, <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. So I'm very curious about how everything started. You know, kind of. TVCC, right? And you did Team Mexico, right? Yes. Because you're originally from Mexico? Yeah, I'm, I'm from Mexico. <laughs> what part? Juarez. Juarez? Yes. It's in the border with El Paso, Texas. Ah, uh, Juarez. Okay. Do you know it? Do yeah, you know yeah, it? I know. Yeah, no, I grew up I grew up in Mexico too, actually. What part? I grew up in León, Guanajuato. Okay, yes, I know that place. Guanajuato is el lugar más hermoso. Bueno, yo digo, ¿verdad? Yo digo que es el más hermoso. I think But, I'm, I, I've never been there, so I can't, I can't tell. Um, it has a lot of culture. It has a lot of history behind it. Um, for all of you guys listening, Guanajuato is basically kind of like the middle of Mexico, almost close to El DF. It's almost yeah. close to, I guess. And Guanajuato, I grew up in Guanajuato for four years. I only was there four years. And then I came back to the U.S. And that's kind of like the rest is history. But I, I do. That's why I'm saying I do have some Spanish. You know, um, I am fluent when I need to be. <laughs> but I'm, I'm. I think I, I'm so Americanized, which, <laughs> which, God, my, my, all my friends, all my Mexican friends were like, "You're not even Mexican anymore. Like you're American now." I'm like, you're what are you talking about? Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Is that, do you get that a lot or no? Yes. So <laughs> I still have a, my super Mexican in thick accent so uh -huh. i don't get that a lot but when i go to mexico I, i sometimes i just say something in english and they are like oh come on you oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Ah, uh, you're no chica anymore. <laughs> uh, jo- Jocelyn. Um, so here, let's let's just get started. I really just want to know more about like your transition okay. from you know from Mexico from cheering in Mexico. Because how long have you been cheering in Mexico? I started when I was three years old. So, three years old. Oh wow. Yeah, I've been doing cheer for like more than fifteen years. Yeah. Was, was, was this something that your parents got you into it or was it something that you I guess my 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 older sister and she used to be a cheerleader and I remember I, I I was just always watching her and she was like you should come with me to a practice and I was like a baby I was three years old mm-hmm. and I was like yeah I'll go with you and it was at the beginning it was just for fun and I ended up jo- joining the team. And at three years old. <laughs> yeah, at three years old. It was more like a like a game for me. I was just like mm-hmm. playing. It was just for fun. And then, yeah, I just started to get more involved, and I love it. Three, three years old. So this was – and you grew up in Juarez your entire yeah. career. Okay, your entire life. Okay. Yeah, but we it's, – it's weird because in Mexico, there's no like all this college and – High what's school. it like yeah what's it like just cheering in in mexico yeah, in general we basically have just like all-star so we don't have this like college the cheer high school cheer we have some schools with cheer like but prepa, prepas right yes. Secundaria. But it's hard to find uh like a college with cheer because uh-huh. they don't really they don't really know and care about cheer in mexico mm-hmm. so yeah, you, I, I've been doing just all-star. Okay, so would you say that in... Now, I've had this similar conversations with, like, a bunch of people from either from Australia. I don't know if you know Kenny Law. Yeah. Uh, Constantine. I've had, you know, conversations with CAD. And it's really... All the countries just have all-star, right? They're not... There's really no school that that focuses on cheerleading. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think why? Why do you think that's the reason? Um. Well, I I feel like sports play a huge, like a huge part. I, okay, let me say it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the the culture is just different. The American culture, it's. it's... Um, they just. I guess I, while you're trying, I think because I I think I know what you're trying to say. It's more depending on what sport it is, right? You're very in like 100% dedicated, and it's such a popularity, right? Because I think, for example, um, what's another sport? What's a good sport to say? I don't. I mean, no, I know. Like okay, we have example Mexico football. Soccer, yes. You know, it's it's the best. It's the best thing. It's one that's of the, best the only things. thing they care about. So that's what I'm like in in the U.S. Sports are part of the culture. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's they are so good in everything because mm-hmm. they they care about the sports. They support the athletes. They the people love watching games. The people yeah. love like all this show. It's like an entertainment. But at the same time, it's just like really, really important for everyone. So 
I feel like that's why it's a little better here because you feel, it, it, for example, I'm a cheerleader, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like I'm doing my sport, but it's also like kind of like a job. So I don't know. It's just you feel like you feel like it's a job. I feel like it's kind of like a job. Like here in mm-hmm. TVCC, I'm a cheerleader at TVCC, uh-huh. so I have a scholarship, and if I want to keep my scholarship i need to do what they expect me to do uh-huh and also i work for the school because i need to be in every single thing that the school is doing uh, i see like events any fundraisers like we need to be there and we need to make them like our job like what we what are we doing so it's basically like a job yeah and you need to like do what you need to do like you cannot be acting stupid or doing bad things because you're working for the school so correct your image is you know you yes. do something stupid you'll yes. you'll ruin that image and you'll you'll basically get fired at that point yes and you lose uh, your scholarship so it's kind of like a job yeah, yeah interesting but you like your job though yeah i like because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people would say i hate my job but i still gotta go no this is not the case. <laughs> That's not it's the like case. a job that I enjoy. <laughs> like I get to wake up and I'm like, oh, wow, nine to five. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Oh, another thing. Side topic. Let's uh, let's pause on the cheer thing. Did you see the Mexico game against Argentina? No. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of watching games. Like n- nothing. Like not. But Mexico. It's Mexico. It's I know, I know. I just, I just get bored. Like I don't like watching games. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's. I heard that it was really good. Like it was, ter- it was terrible. No, it was, it was just <laughs> terrible. The Messi scored, and then it, it, it all of this. It was just so. I bad. mean, I know we lost, but they said like it was a good game. Like it wasn't. It it was a good game until like the twenty minute mark. Then, like, almost at the very end, that's when they started scoring, and we're like, all right, never mind. We, But I think we do have a shot. So a little bit of background. So we are playing Saudi Arabia next time. Okay. And that's, like, the last team out of the four. There's four There's four teams, right, in a group. So yeah. we already played two of them. We just need to play one more. And if we win that one and the other teams, the one team loses – and we might score more goals. I don't know how it works either because I'm not a big fan. I just know. Viva Mexico, cabrón. That's all I know. So I just want Mexico to win. But if it doesn't, oh, well, we've got Team USA. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Jocelyn, so you so you were growing up in Mexico and you did a lot of all-star cheer then. Where did it really start co- becoming something that you enjoyed doing that was like, wow, I can really take this to the next level? Okay, um, I was uh, doing All-Star, and then I wanted to try out for Team Mexico. And I was 13 years old. And I was like, okay, I want to go to ICU. I want to go to Worlds. I want to try out and this. And I made a team. So I was in Team Mexico all girly in 2016. And I was the youngest. Like, I was 13, so I was the youngest girl. In Team Mexico? Yes, in Team wow. Mexico. So I went to ICU, and I was like, yeah, if we win, 
Like if I win ICU, I'm I'm done with cheer. Like this is my biggest goal. <laughs> like I'm done. And then we won. <laughs> we won in my in my first ICU, and I was like, oh wait, <laughs> I, I'm not done with cheer. So <laughs> what made you uh, switch that? What? What made you switch? Say, all right, this is it. I'm done. Oh, I win. Wait, I'm not done yet. Yeah, we won, and I was like damn like this was so fun like I, this is so fun and i was watching all the teams for all the different countries like i don't know team usa team canada team like mm-hmm. uh, chinese taipei every like from every country yeah. and I was like damn they are really good and i was like they're so good i can like i, I can be that good too like i i'm still not th- there yet so i mm-hmm. I need to well, at 13, yeah, 13 years old, there's like, yes. there's so much you can do from there. Yes. And I was like, okay, maybe I can just change my goals. And I came back to Mexico after Worlds and I was like super motivated. Like I was like, okay, yes, I saw all these amazing people. I need to be better. I need to do better. And I started working like harder and I was like, okay, this is getting serious. It's, it's, it's my sport, but it's like getting serious. Like, this is for real. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that that ICU, my first ICU, just switch, just change my perspective of sheer. Mm-hmm. And after that, I just started like wanting more and more and more and more. And I don't know. That, I think that was the, the point, like the... Yeah, no, let me ask you the, I know the level and I know the, the, uh, I guess the skills and difficulty mm-hmm. can be a lot more different in other countries. And, but how were you able to really, you know, find or get the, like the, where you grew up, was it very popular cheerleading wise where you can like really stunt with some of the best people or get help? Cause a lot of people from different other cities or different countries might not have that access, right? So did you, were you lucky enough to have that or were you did you go out and find that? Well, in my city, cheer is not that popular and it's not that big. So mm-hmm. I will not I, I'm not saying it was hard. I was lucky that my team was really good. And I joined the the level 7 team when I was like 12 or 13. So mm-hmm. I was stunting with these big guys and everything, so that helped a lot. And my coach is um, my coach used to be uh, my old coach. It's uh, Team Mexico coach. Mm-hmm. So like the head coach. Yeah, the head coach. So oh, he's wow. really good. So um, yeah, I feel like I was lucky. I was stunting with all these guys, big guys, and. That get, Team Mexico helped me a lot too. I've been doing, I've been doing Team Mexico for since 2016. So like, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I didn't do it in 17, but I did in 18, 19, and 20. So. So what are you? What six years maybe? Five years. Five years. Wow, five years. Yeah, and Team Mexico really, I think, helped me a lot to feel the athlete that I'm. I am right now mm-hmm. interesting and then how was that move 
how did you find because it was TBCC the first school that you came to the US or how how was that like that transition Yeah I remember I was watching uh some video on Instagram and I was just looking at some videos and then I found this video from TBCC and I was like whoa they look good like I mm-hmm. I like that <laughs> I was like I don't know where they are like where is that school are they good uh, is it possible for me to go in there and I was like okay you're crazy like there's no way you're gonna go to the, to the U.S. and be in that school they are too good and uh that was like five years ago and then like two years ago I saw my friend Alexis and he came to the U.S. to TVCC. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, he's Mexican. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, he's there. It's not impossible. So <laughs> and he was in Team Mexico with me. And I asked him, like, hey, I would love to go to TVCC. Like, do you think that I can make it? Like, is it hard? And he helped me a lot. He put me in contact with the coaches and I I talked with them and everything and I decided to come here I sent some videos and I make I made the team and it was extremely hard <laughs> why um you need to first of all you need to get the student visa uh-huh it's super hard super expensive and they can just say no, like you're not getting the student visa, or they can say yes. It's just like a, you need to get luck. You need to be lucky. Would you say it's a so? Would you say it's more lucky? Because I know, I know what you mean by that. I mean, I was pretty grateful and uh, blessed to to be born in the U.S. Right, and but to be able to travel to Mexico and to be also experience that, I think that's one of the things that I'm just super super grateful as as a 23 year old, because back then, like at when you're 10 or you're 11, you know, you don't really see that. Yeah, uh, but as you get older, you start realizing how lucky and fortunate you are uh, to be on the travel. But and I've had some friends in Mexico that have tried to come to the U.S., uh, tried to apply for a visa, and it was never a success. It was never. I guess there was just so many. Um, there was so many stuff that you needed to get approved, and so many stuff that you had to like actually, you know, meet the criteria. Yeah. So for you, would so would you say it's it was just based on luck or based on the situation? I feel like it's more based on luck, and it's gonna sound weird, but I think it's how um, when you go to the interview and everything, mm-hmm. I feel like they look at you and they just see like, mm, yes, chicken, <laughs> yes, really? I feel like it's like that, yeah. Wow. And um, I w- they make you like prove that you have like a thousand, a thousand, a thousand dollars, and it's just really hard. Uh huh. So do yeah. they make you spend all that money, but you're still not guaranteed? Yes, yes. I remember I was oh like I was paying all the stuff, and I was like, okay, did I did I make it? Like, do I have the visa now? And they were like, okay, you need to wait until the interview to see if you're going to make it or not. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. And when they, I remember they told me, no, yeah, you're fine. You're going to get your visa. It's approved. 
I was like literally crying. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that now the Eng English part. Yeah. Did were you did you take a lot of classes in Mexico to be where you are now? I started learning English when I was like in elementary school. So wow, so you Yeah, I used to like I knew the basics. Mm -hmm. And I I was growing up and I just started practicing by myself. Mm -hmm. Like just watching TV shows in English mm -hmm. without subtitles or with subtitles in English. I see. And doing this Duolingo and all that. Like I was doing <laughs> everything by myself. Yeah. No, I, I, I see what you mean. I see where you're coming from because when I was growing up here, right, I my parents were always like, you need to learn Spanish. You need to learn at a young age. Like, I, so when I and I started elementary, I was I was English and Spanish bilingual classes, and then when I came to Mexico, I was I was bullied to the point where I stopped I stopped talking English because everyone everyone that I knew just obviously didn't speak English, and I just had to get used to the Spanish for four years, and I and I forgot how to speak English. And I forgot. I kind of, I, I sort of listened to it. I knew kind of what it was saying, but it was so, um, I mean, it sounds bad. It sounds kind of mean, but I was kind of traumatized by like <laughs> everyone. It's like, you cannot learn, like, you cannot speak English. You gotta do that. And um, I remember having a friend actually in, in, La, in La Primaria. I remember having a friend and he was na his name was, uh, what was his name? Ah, uh, man. Moise, Moises, I think his name was Moises. Okay. And so Moises and I, you know, he just came, he was a new transfer. He was from Canada, but man, he knew Spanish and English. And I was like, yes, like, I'm not going to get bullied. I have another <laughs> friend. We're both going to get bullied now. <laughs> like, And, um, and yeah, I think that was my own, the whole closest thing that I got to just speak in English, like very few times. And it was hard because when I came back to the U.S., I had to relearn and basically teach myself how to speak it if that yes. makes any sense yes i like i told you i thought that i knew english and then i came here and everyone mm -hmm. was just talking to me and i was like okay i guess i i don't know english because everyone was just <laughs> talking to me and i was like okay what are they saying like and <laughs> i think it was more because I was nervous. Oh, sorry. I think their FaceTime died. Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Here, let's just, let's mute that real quick. All and, right, sorry, continue. Yeah, and I was just, just like struggling to have conversations. And it, I think it was more because I was overwhelmed and nervous about all the changes and the cultural shocks and everything but now it's better <laughs> well, what made you continue though what really made you say hey i'm gonna apply for this visa and i'm and if i do get accepted i am gonna go to a whole different school whole different country because did you ever study somewhere else other than that no right i'm assuming that's because that was the only visa you had Okay, what was the question again? I'm sorry. So what I'm saying is this was really your first time studying at a different place. Yes. So, I mean, that the, the fear of not knowing 
what's going to happen is is huge right there. Yes. So I... what made you say yes? Let's do it. Like I don't care. Like let's. What was that? Why? I think I just wanted to challenge myself, and I wanted to get better at my sport that I love. And I knew I needed to go out of Mexico if I wanted to do that. Like, mm -hmm. I wanted to go to the place where everything started. Because cheers started here. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was going to be hard. And I knew it, like, it was going to be everything different. And I, I would need to leave my family and everything. But I was just like, you know what? Sometimes you just need to say... Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We can, we can say this on the podcast. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can say whatever. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to say, like, sometimes you just need to go for it. And it was one of my dreams, like, just going out of Mexico. Like, I just, I just love challenges. Mm -hmm. And I knew it, this was going to be hard. And but it was going to be worth it at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. What were um, what was, what was the one meal that you missed from Mexico? Meal. Meal. Uh, What's the one thing you like? I would say. Carne asada. <laughs> carne asada. Okay. Yes. Carne asada. Yeah, I like the carne asada too. What about birria? I, I'm gonna be honest. I never tried. I have never tried birria before. Huh. The first time. I, okay, I tried it once. Up. I tried it once, but I tried it here. Are, are, are we listening to this, guys? Are, <laughs> are you guys listening to this? Yes, I'm a fake Mexican. Sometimes birria, no birria, no birria. No, I tried it here and, because my Mexican friend Alexis made some for me. Okay. okay, I'll give you one more shot. Um, carnitas. Yes, I know. Okay. I know. Yeah, I like. Oh, Jocelyn. <laughs> okay, okay. You're so you're so valid. We're so good. <laughs> no, I love. What I like the most in Mexico is carnita tortas de carnitas con guacamole. Mm -hmm. Oh, and dori dori locos. Dori Locos. Oh my god, they're so they're bomb. <laughs> Very good. For you guys listening, if you guys don't know what I'm what I just said, just Google it. Dori Locos. D-O-R T-O-R-I. L-O. Wait, Dori Locos. C-O-S. Yeah. Dori Locos. Oh, right? Dori Locos, yeah. Search it up, guys. What just Look it up. If you can somehow order some nearby, look at a, La Michoacana anywhere. Yeah, they're so good. And not just anywhere. I mean, there's some places that make them good, but there's some that just stack everything. You got the lettuce. You got the onions. You got the tomatoes. You got the nuts. You have <laughs> el, uh, el cuerito. Oh, my God. <laughs> a, lot of my, a lot of my American friends do not like uh, – they, do, they don't like it. Especially the cueritos. The cueritos, they think it's like something out of the world. Like, why are you eating this? I don't, I personally don't like cueritos. Oh, no. <laughs> no, Jocelyn. Yes, Jocelyn. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm fake Mexican sometimes. 
Do you like Bad Bunny? Please tell me. Oh, I love him. Okay. All right. Never mind. We're so good. <laughs> Josie. Okay. So that so that that was your food, carne asada. When you got to the U.S. and you and you went to school, what was the one meal that you just fell in love with? From here. Yeah, like the most American thing. What's the one th meal that you like here? I don't really like American food. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to remember that I'm like in college. So we just have like the cafeteria and like stuff that I can do in my room. So it's not like the best experience <laughs> with food, but... Other than that, they gotta have something. Texas, the barbecues, they got, they gotta have something. Come on, TBCC cannot be that boring. <laughs> it is kind of small, so we only have like fast food. Other than the cafeteria, and, <laughs> um, I will say <laughs> no. Yo, 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 Joseph, you're gonna have people here like. Yeah, yeah, I know. What is Jolson saying? People is gonna hate me. People is gonna hate me. There's must be something, but I just can't think about something right now. Um. Yeah. No. No. All right. All right. We'll we'll come back to that later. Yes. We'll come back to it later. Okay, Jolson. So, the experience, the first year at TBCC, how's it like? Just coming from just coming from a different country. Not knowing what's going to happen, how did you get yourself comfortable being there? Okay. Um, my, my first year at TVCC was really hard for me. I didn't show it. Like, I was just dealing with everything by myself and just hiding everything because I just wanted to look like I was doing great. I'm strong. I got it. Mm -hmm. But on the inside, like, I was really struggling. Like, I was... Having way? all these breakdowns and dying, um, having like anxiety, um, I just was it from the being away from home, being away from your family, or was it more like I don't know what's going on with like school wise or or how people get along? I feel like it was everything together. Like I just came here from Mexico. I left my family, I left my job, because I used to be a coach. So I left my little girls. Mm -hmm. It was hard for me that, and I, I broke up with my boyfriend because I was coming here. I was, I was dealing with everything together, and then I was struggling to speak English because I was so nervous here. So, and every, everyone thought that I didn't know English at all, so they were just like talking to me like, she's not understanding like they they every everyone thought that i was just lost and confused and oh my god well it was like a lot i was dealing with all these things from mexico and then trying to make friends without speaking and then um all this pressure because everyone it's so good here like all the uh -huh. athletes they are so good and so talented that sometimes it, it just makes you wonder like am i good enough like so on top of what was what was going on, now you had the the thought of, am I good enough? Like yeah. what? So that's a, that because that's a whole different level right there of fear of not. It's it's just a whole different level right and there. And that was that was my first practice. I was like, okay, wait, am I doing the right thing? Like, was I, I, was I? Re I don't know how to say it, but 
What, what are you trying to say? I was like, Spanish. Estaba lista. Oh, was I ready? Was I right? Okay, yeah, I was yeah, saying yeah, it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were saying it right. You were saying it right. Like, was I ready? Uh huh. Should I should I just wait it a little bit more? Like, should like is this my like should I be here? Mm-hmm. Were you, just, you were basically contempl- like doubting whether yeah, you get the right I, decision. I was just doubting myself and comparing myself with everyone, and I was like, okay, if I wasn't ready the opportunity will not be there. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, sometimes we feel like we're not ready, but if the opportunity is right there, it's because we we are ready. And if you're not ready, you need to work on it. Like, the opportunity uh-huh. is right there. So the opportunity is right there for some reason. I like the way you think. I like that. I've never really heard it that way where... If you have a shot and that shot is given to you now, then that means you're right. That means it was it was yes, like, it's there because you're ready. Yourself. Like life is putting you that opportunity. Just go for it. And that helped me a lot. That's something my brother told me. Because I was always calling my brother crying from here. I was like, Hey, I, I don't I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. Um should I just like should I just go back? Should I just... And he just told me, I was always telling him, I'm not ready. This is too much. Like, they are so good. And maybe I'm not that good. And he was like, okay, you are you. Like, stop comparing yourself. And you are ready. Like, you're ready for that. Like, everything was there for you. You just took the opportunity. So now you're there. Like, just go for it. Just be confident. So, yeah, um, after a lot of breakdowns, a lot of calls with my brother and my friends and everyone, just I just started to realize that I, like, that that was my decision. Like, coming mm-hmm. here was my decision. And who were the, who were the people on the team that really kind of gave you that, uh, that comfort, knowing that, okay, I'm not alone. There has to be someone, right, that, that could... Everyone was really, like, everyone was really nice to me. And they were all just, like, hyping me up. And I was, like, trying to make me feel, like, better. I wouldn't, yeah. There's this one friend, my friend, Catherine Kitty. Mm-hmm. She was always there just hyping me up and cheering at me and just, you got and you're beautiful and you're this and this and she mm-hmm. was just really nice to me and my friends um it's just everyone <laughs> <laughs> everyone <laughs> i just love everyone and everyone is just so nice to me and that helped me a lot too like just all my team my teammates i don't know yeah so wh- how many years do you have though how many have you cheered at TBTC now? Uh, this, this is, is my second, second year. year. This is your second year, right? Okay. And then what are you pl- – so now this is what I'm also interested in is what are you trying to major? What are you trying to do for college? Okay. Um, I'm supposed to graduate on May from TBCC with um, liberal arts or something mm-hmm. like that. 
I'm still playing <laughs> useful the things here. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and after this, I want to transfer to a university. And, and I want to study, like, I want to be a sports psychologist. Oh, interesting. Yes. Why? Um, I don't know. I feel like I like helping people. I'm really good at listening to people, giving advices, and I love With, that. What? Was that something that you thought about in Mexico, too? Was that something that you've always had a passion for? Yes. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I want to be a coach, but I know that if I study that, it's going to help me a lot. Mm -hmm. Like to be able to understand my athletes, to understand they, their personalities, their, their problems, everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like it's a good thing to have if you're a coach. Mm -hmm. and, so you're investing yourself, you're investing in yourself and you're making yourself a lot more valuable. So that when the time comes and you really, um, when you really need the skills and that person needs your help, you're able to like really help them. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, so that's, like, that's my money. plan. I want to be a coach. <laughs> do you want to be a coach back in Mexico or do you want to try to be a coach here? I want to try to be a coach here, but we'll see. I don't know. I just. I just know that I want That's to be so a coach because yeah. I, I love coaching. I love teaching yeah. and I love helping. So it's like, I'm asking you questions like, all right, when are you going <laughs> to like, when are you going to be done? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, that's seriously amazing. I think it's, I like hearing this a lot. I think I like hearing it because like you're a Latina, right? And I'm Latino and I love hearing this because like I said, I don't really have as many, um, I mean, I do have a lot of friends. For example, I work at, um, I work at a shop and all of them are from Guatemala. Mm -hmm. So all my friends that are Guatemalans, they're always talking to me in Spanish and they're always in, they're asking me help, you know, anything like, where can I do this? Where can I do that? And for me, it's like, I'm always, I love helping other people in ways where if I'm able to, great, mm -hmm. whatever I know. So what, are, what you're saying is, is if I can learn something and, and, and give it back to as a coach, that's amazing. That's amazing to hear. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I don't care if I'm I end up like teaching here or teaching there. Like, I just want to help people. I just want to teach and um, people. I want to just share what I what I know and what mm -hmm. I was. This something that is does that feeling and drive come from because you came from Mexico? And you have all these opportunities and you kind of want to share that knowledge now. Yes. And I, like I told you, I used to be a coach for mm -hmm. like I, three, three, three or two years. And I love it. Like I knew that was my, my, my passion. And I don't know. I just find I'm like my girls, my little girls, they were just my motivation every day to learn mm -hmm. and to get better for them. Like for me and then for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's great. I love hearing that. And so let me ask you this then. What's the, what's the biggest, what would you say to someone, right? And think about my chicas, right? Out there. Yeah. They're listening. 
what do you what would you say to them if they're in a similar situation like you were a year ago or a couple years ago? What would you say to them? What's something that you would help them or give them some motivation? Um, not giving up, keep going, or like stuff that you learned over time that you would share that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, oof. I will say um, trust the timing of your life and don't compare yourself and trust trust yourself. I feel like sometimes we let other people tell us what we are capable to do and sometimes we just need to do what we feel and what we want. So I will say just follow your heart and work hard be be yourself and don't let anyone tell you you're like don't let anyone tell you that you can't because yeah i, I that's, mean that's, that's beautiful that's amazing <laughs> that's i feel honest, like those are the things that i been using a lot just like it's like positive talk, right? You, it's yeah. a positive talk over and over and. And I'm not gonna say that I, oh, I'm the pos, like I'm the super positive all the time, and mm -hmm. I'm just feeling super confident every day. No, like it, it's hard, and I know, like I, it's like, you're not gonna be confident just by saying I'm confident. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, yeah, you're right, and it's we're all gonna have those down times, which I myself, I all the time, I'm always like, oh. Ah, I'm never good enough. I'm never good enough. But yes. you always got to just keep going because that's part of life, right? It's, it's the feeling of the the little thing that creeps up in your mind that says you're always going to doubt yourself no matter what in life. But you got to keep going, right? Because that's what makes life so special. Yeah. Because if life was just easy, then it would kind of be pointless. At that yeah. Point. Um, and at the end of the day, we only have ourselves. Like, there's – we're always be with ourselves, so – we need love to yourself. we need to be we need to be supportive with ourselves like yeah. if we don't do it for ourselves no one is going to do it for you so um i was going to say something and i forgot i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> no that was um, that was perfect <laughs> no i think that um i think one oh so one of the things that i've i've learned is uh i've been i've been practicing this lately for the past couple of days it's just positive um positive talk and it's all about really just telling yourself positive things so that your brain kind of rewires itself thinking positive stuff even though it might be hard you might be not feeling the 100 percent, but at least something is better than nothing because if you're always thinking about just a negative aspect and that was a couple of weeks ago for me. That was just me thinking negative, negative, negative. And what was I? What was happening? I was just not being. I was just being super negative. But when you start implementing some of the positive talks, like, "Hey, you're you're good. You are good enough to do this. You can do this." Like, Jocelyn, I will make it. Like, I will do this. Yeah. I'm beautiful. I'm cool. 
I'm sexy. I'm that. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you if you start saying this yourself, you know you'll eventually start rewiring your brain, saying, "Hey, yeah, that, that's something I I I try to do a lot. It's just like what I say is fake it till you make it. So sometimes I'm just feeling really really bad, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Fake it till you make it. Oh, it's this is great. This is great, <laughs> and you you just fake it and. Suddenly you're stuck, like you, you make it, like you feel like that. Mm -hmm. And I do it in competitions. I do it every single day and it kind of works sometimes. And that's what I tell everyone. Just fake it till you make it. Like, I know it's hard. Just fake it, fake it, fake it. And you're going to believe it. Like, mm -hmm. that, that's man, fake it till you make it, guys. Can you listen to that? That's right there. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> We're the number one cheerleading podcast in the world. Fake it till you make it. Wait, yeah. is that true? No, I think that's true scientifically. All right, that's not faking it. That's that's actually legit. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, Jocelyn, I've had such an incredible time. Had a great time talking to you. Um, any, any last thing you want to say to someone out there? Uh, Anyone out there that's listening? Just an encouragement of words. I would say maybe someone that is maybe someone that is just kind of in Mexico or maybe in a different country. And they're like, should I take that step? I will say. You got it. Go for it. And. OK, I'm not going to say the bad word. <laughs> I'm going to say a bad <laughs> word. <laughs> no, you can say I mean, say it. It's OK if you want. It's really there's no I like to tell people there's no filters on spillature, there's really no filter because it's really if it comes from the heart and it genuinely comes from the heart, that for me is means more than than someone trying to be fake. If that makes sense. Okay. No, I would just say fuck it. <laughs> Go for it. You got it. Trust yourself and do everything with your heart, and everything is gonna be fine. You're not You're not alone. And. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, let's <laughs> I'm so go. happy. Thank you for letting me like be here and be part of this. And I hope everyone understands what I'm saying because sometimes yeah. like, my no, 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 don't, 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 no. Set up positive talk, positive talk, <laughs> Jocelyn. This is oh no, I know it's. I love my accent. It's just I know it's thick. So <laughs> I know it's thick, and I know it's, it can be hard sometimes to understand. But no, it's. That's fine. Thank you I for letting that. me letting me share a little bit of myself. I like it. I really did. That's that's one of the things where I just wanna, I genuinely just want to know a lot of people's experience with cheer and how they got into it, and what was that feeling of, of wow, I did that. Wow, I can't believe we did we did this, and for you to, and this is what was I was more curious about is that transition from Mexico to here. You know, you really had, you know, like you said, your first year was one of the hardest ones. And it was just like, am I good enough? Am I am I really understanding what's going on here? Like you're kind of self-evaluating yourself and you're like, well, maybe I should go back. Maybe I did all this work for nothing. But clearly you're still there. Clearly <laughs> you're still rocking it. So clearly there's something working, you know, fuck it. You, you know, that's I like that. And I like hearing that. And people are going to appreciate that, too, because you never know when someone else might be going through the same situation. Yeah. 
just don't don't be afraid of make of making mistakes like sometimes we're so afraid of, to do something because what if what if this go wrong what if this fuck it just try it and see what happened like that's how life works you need to try it to see if it's gonna work like there's nothing to lose like mm -hmm. we're just we're all just learning and we're just all trying to live life so yeah yeah i like that cool hey jocelyn thank you so much for being part of the podcast thank you for letting me be part of the podcast. i love it this was the best one guys if you enjoyed it you already know subscribe hit the follow on spotify and apple podcast uh spotify we're still waiting to get signed exclusively with you guys and i know you can i know you guys can listen to me all right because i try to email you guys to uh bring me on as the only true leading podcast on spotify but hey we'll leave it like that for another moment uh guys go check out the instagram go check out jocelyn go check out her journey on tvcc because this one's gonna be very exciting um and one more thing one more thing oh yeah go check out the youtube we actually have a youtube channel it's pretty dope it's a spill the cheer plus uh that's about it i don't know i think we're running out of time jolting i'll talk to you soon peace gracias 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 <laughs>